Hi everyone, a massive warm welcome to today's Altcoin Bible, the episode every single Wednesday where I check out three crypto charts and break down my cherry ripe wonder watch and danger zone. I've got three beauties for you today, Link, Litecoin and Algorand. Not sure whether you can guess which one is which just yet. We'll get into that in two seconds. I'm going to provide some context around what's happening uh, in the broader market because we saw uh, quite a nice reaction this morning uh, with Bitcoin moving, I think it was 4% last time I checked, off the low, yeah, so about 4.4% off this low area. So that's really positive. That's had a great effect across the entire market. Uh, Ethereum and then in turn altcoins are really, uh, I don't want to say running, but we're seeing a positive bounce, positive reaction here at these levels. So uh, in just a general sense, Bitcoin is trying to bottom along this area. Whether we've seen the final low yet, I'm not sure, but this is what you do want to see. We want to see, you know, some strength from bulls at least off this level. Does look like we want to go up to towards this. I've drawn a, a rising channel here because it's very similar to what we've seen previously before Bitcoin's had another move lower. But until that happens, we're just going to have to see how this plays out, what reaction we get at these higher levels. I think 17,500 is likely to be hit in this instance. Uh, and again, we're going to have to see the reaction up at these levels. We also have on this blue line, the Federal Reserve coming out with their guidance. It's either an interest rate rise or the inflation rate, I believe it is their interest rate rise, which is pegged at 0.5% uh, consensus, but uh, don't discount a 0.75, which could rockle this uh, yeah, these well-laid plans that we have for crypto. But that's uh, the context I want to provide for you just there quickly. Also, I want to touch on Ethereum's chart because when Ethereum begins to move uh, alongside Bitcoin, Ethereum should be moving a bit more. So there you go. It's almost at 6% there, bouncing beautifully off this volume support. Why I'm showing you Ethereum's charts, not because it's one of my cherry ripe uh, danger zone or one to watch. It's because, again, when Ethereum moves with a little bit of conviction along with Bitcoin, the uh, cryptos underneath it, ERC-20 tokens, so that's cryptos built on top of Ethereum, as well as other cryptos outside of ERC-20, uh, they generally see a positive move upwards. So that's that's really nice to see that. And Ethereum probably wants to challenge up to these high areas around about that 200 uh, daily moving average. Oh, excuse me, not on the daily. We are on the four hour. Uh, yeah, let's definitely see if we can close above this red line here. And we'll probably come up to these volume sports here. But still a lot of water to get under the bridge in terms of this overhead resistance. All right, let's get into my cherry ripe. Now, it is exactly the same as last week because Litecoin, I think, just looks tremendous here. Uh, there are some other cryptos that look really good, but let's focus on Litecoin because it's doing exactly what I wanted it to do. See here, I've, I've left the actual drawing that I had from last week, and I think I used this in one of um, our other uh, other videos we had during the week, but Litecoin did exactly what I wanted to do in terms of a pullback to uh, support, uh, sorry, previous resistance now turned support. So you can see down here, Litecoin butted into this purple line, butted in over here, and then ran into it again. But Litecoin to really have a more expansive move. It wanted to get above it, then retrace and retest it as now support. So resistance turn support, always a really positive sign. So all this price action underneath here is, I don't want to say null and void, but now we're in a new range. We're between, between here rather $73 and let's say the psychological level of $100. This is what we want Litecoin to do to move highs. See a nice retracement, people take some profits out, you know, late longers get a little bit wrecked uh, and then you have that nice pullback. So uh, really, really like what it's doing here. RSI is just shaping up to almost hit the power zone at 70. So I like that. If we turn on the volume profile on the right-hand side, 
not a heck of a lot of volume between here and 100, which is great for Litecoin because there's a gulp of oxygen here, which gives it a lot of runway to move up to that level. Now, having said that, while I think Litecoin is, you know, in this environment can reach that 33% gain up to 100, uh, we just want to be careful, you know, going too much higher than that. I think it can get up there. A lot of eyeballs are on this at the moment. But at that point, you're going to face some serious overhead resistance. And I think you really would see something similar to that, a run in there, a decent pullback, looking at some Fibonacci levels. So you might have uh, something like this. And then you'd look at these levels and see bang, 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 bang. Uh, you tend to find that these psychological levels, 100 or those whole numbers as well with key, uh, which is confluent with key support or resistance. You can see on the left-hand side, this level was huge before the breakdown in uh, yeah, May, June, so uh, this coming up underneath is going to be really tough, but that doesn't uh, discount why this is my cherry up this week because it has such a good runway to move up there to that uh, resistance level, which is a 33% gain, which is pretty incredible in any market, uh, let alone crypto when it's in a bear market. But yes, um, watch Litecoin very, very closely because I think it looks uh, terrific here. So uh, like, uh, Litecoin, Link is my one to watch. Now, this is a little bit noisy, but I'll just... Just quickly just zoom out here and then build in from what I want to show you. Link was in this very clearly defined range. So the theme of this episode is probably ranges. You can see here uh, 6.3, uh, sorry, $6.30 there up until about $9.30. Very clearly defined with the high there and the lows here very clearly oscillating around this line. Bang, 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 bang. Now, Link is heading into uh, a staking upgrade. So that is a fundamental bit of news that I wanted to share with you. The reason why it is my one to watch, because generally in these periods of the market, liquidity is searching for that next narrative catalyst. You could also point out Dogecoin, that's looking quite strong as well because of the Elon effect with 2 2.0, likely merging it with payments. Again, highly speculative, but it doesn't matter. That's the narrative. So that's likely going to run in the short term if the broader market shows some strength. So we're looking at Chainlink here. You can see very clearly defined in this range. We came down a bit of a fake out beneath. We've climbed back inside these two lines. So we're back in this range. What I like as well is it's climbed back above the 0.786 Fibonacci retracement. Now I'm going to get rid of that so you see this more clearly. Right now, Link is above the 21 daily moving average, that blue line there, and the 200 daily moving average, so that red line there, which means uh, 200 of these candles, you see green and red, it's the average of 200 of those candles, you see that red line there. That is a really big metric to get, or indicated to get above. Uh, it tried a few times over here, but just couldn't fail at resistance. Um, so yeah, previous um, crypto, I was talking about Litecoin, I was talking about serious overhead resistance. This is not going to be easy. $9.42, uh, you can see, bang, bang, bang. Uh, and now we're going to have another run at it again. So we're on top of this volume support. This is an excellent platform to move higher. Uh, would not be surprised to see us have a, another little pullback here. So if you missed out on this move, you can look to these areas, maybe a lower $7, maybe a little bit lower to the 21 moving average, $6.60, we have a bigger dump uh, because we are running into a bit of resistance here. Uh, but broadly, if you're looking at this over the next few weeks, this does look like a really nice setup to have a you know 30% run towards that area where we'll look to try and break it, I think, with the uh, uh, impending staking upgrade. So that's what I like to see. I love that it also came back and retouched the 0.786 here on that 21. So a lot of confluent indicators pointing that this is uh, showing a bit of strength here. Also the RSI, it is building. It's looking nice and it's heading up to those higher strength uh, areas. Uh, but, uh, you know, for a longer term investor, you'd really want to see this top level, like Litecoin, breach through it 
very similar to this. I'll just do a description like that. Come back, test it, this uh, previous resistance as support, and then it can go higher on a, a higher high, higher low trend. So that's definitely what you want to see. Right now, we're in a range and we're speculating it's going to go to the top of the range. That is all. Okay, and my uh, danger zone for the week is Algorand. Now, there are a couple of cryptos like this, and I've, uh, I've just... I can't bag uh, Cardano again this week, even though it looks just as horrible. So I'm going over to Algorand because this to me, uh, you know, you could look at this and go, okay, it's really, really low. This might be a good time to DCA, but you just want to be quite careful on that because it is below all major indicators of, of strength and support. So uh, in that respect, it's in no man's land. In fact, it's worse than no man's land. It looks very clearly like it has no strength about it and it probably wants to still ground out the low or it wants to go a bit lower before it finally bottoms out. So I can very clearly see in this range, uh, oscillating, bang, 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 did climb above it for a little bit, leading into the World Cup because there was a bit of a, a narrative around that, got above the 300 daily moving average. But since then, massive dump with the FTX debacle. Uh, we came underneath this huge spot. And this box here is just represents a very high liquidity zone where there's lots of orders set in here because it's knocked into it so many times. Uh, this unfortunately came back up and tested into this range. You can see this wick, this candle going, right, I'll just zoom in a little bit more so you can all see. And on the podcast, this wick is moving much higher, but then it gets sold into heavily and then closes beneath, dumps underneath. And that for me is a pretty solid confirmation that uh, once it's closed beneath here, this big red candle wipes out everything on the left. And then now it's just grinding sideways. It is trying to recover, but the issue right now for Algorand is that it's, a very low um, conviction play that it's going to go higher right now because of the overhead resistance. The 21 moving average, this blue line here is right above it. And you've got serious volume support on the right-hand side. Then above it, you've got horizontal resistance at around uh, 28 cents, that liquidity zone that I was telling you about. Uh, people are going to look to sell here or traders are going to come in at least and um, try and short the hell out of it when it reaches these levels. Like Cardano, when it kept running in, to that previous support, then turn resistance, kept butting into it, and then it fell down again. Exactly what's happened over here. Algorand really wants to break back into this range, um, like this, bounce like that around on it, and just move higher in that respect and try and form a, a new trend. But right now, it's very difficult to think anything other uh, with Algorand that it wants to go lower. And if we just zoom right out, um, our previous reference is this area over here, uh, back in November 2020. So that's the price action that we're trading in. This is a new, I guess, liquidity zone range where it is stuck in, and it's even trying to lose this at the moment. So um, there's a lot of air beneath it. Uh, but that being said, Algorand, I think, is going to do reasonably well next year uh, because of the um, ISO technology is built upon because it's just compliant with regulators. So these type of cryptos should do reasonably okay, uh, in my opinion, future. That's just my speculation. However, again, we're looking at the shorter term stuff. So just wanted to throw that out there. But uh, yeah, Algorand, like a few others, isn't looking too pretty. You want to have those confluence of indicators uh, pointing you in one direction or the other. And right now, uh, you know, it's just logical sense to me looking at everything on this chart that it wants to go uh, lower and you going into, you know, buying and thinking it's going to go higher in the short term or longing it because you think it's going to go higher in the short term is a low probability play. Doesn't mean it can't happen. Doesn't mean the market can fully reverse based on what we're seeing in Bitcoin and Ethereum, sure. Uh, but uh, look, these technical levels are still respected. So uh, guys, hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope everyone listening on the podcast has enjoyed it as well. So have a great day. We'll catch you again for our next episode. Ta -ta.